welcome to Cheap Ass Gamer 4Play Podcast number 18. It is the week of September 25th, also known as Halo 3 Release Day. And I'm your host, Mrs. Shipwreck. I'm your other host, Mr. Shipwreck, and I'm sporting my CAG jelly bracelet. Yes, you are. They came in the mail today. There yes. were two of them. That's what the kids call them, right? I don't know. Is that really what they call them? I had jelly shoes growing up. Well, I, 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 I don't know. know. Are you it's... just making that up? I think you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can't just make up titles for fashion, sweetie. <laughs> I mean, this is this is nice though. Cheapy Mom was nice enough to send them out to us. Yeah, I like as them. she is uh, willing to do that for any CAG that sends their self-addressed stamped envelope. Yes, to whatever address that is that yeah. they talk about on the CAGcast. Right. So this week we had a busy weekend. We yeah. canoed and biked along a little Miami. Well, actually, we biked four and a half miles and then kayaked back. We we had to kayak at least eighty miles. <laughs> no. It really was still only four and a half, but if you include all the time that we had to get out of the kayak and get ourselves freed from the rocks because it's so um, dry and... The river's pretty shallow right yeah, now. Yeah, it's really... So everything's really dehydrated. Any place that was Ohio. rapids was pretty much just Rock. rocks. So you just got out and dragged your canoe. Well, a kayak. That, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Same thing. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Then there was food and, and it was there was Hawaiian ice. That's always good. Um, so yeah, a little sore. I'm not too bad, actually. No, I, I, it was my back. Kayaking really, uh, when you're kayaking through rock, it's really not so good on your back. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, we also, um, had some things last week that we kind of missed or got moved. Uh, backyard base. Basketball. basketball. Yes. A couple of big sports titles got pushed back from last week. Backyard basketball for the DS and original Frisbee games. Ultimate and golf got wow. pushed back. And spelling challenges and more got pushed back for like the eighth week straight. Yeah. And that's, that's a recurring guest on our show, spelling challenges and yeah. more. Loco Roco? Oh, that actually came out uh, last Thursday on the PlayStation Network. They came out with a uh, new Loco Roco. I don't even remember what the. It's Loco Roco's blah, 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 something goes after the Loco Roco. But it's the same title as the one that was available for the PSP? Or? No, it's it's different. Uh, okay. It's it's a cross between a game and a screensaver, is what people are saying. Huh. I want to check it out. It's I know only it, $7. Right. I know it plays differently than the other one, too. Something about following butterflies. Hmm. Um, but I'll check it out, because I like the first one on the PSP. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I also tried out the Xbox Live Arcade title that was released this week for ten dollars. Um, I just played the demo. It is called Geon Emotions, and it's you're a little cube that has this emotion, whatever emotion you pick. Which in the demo is either um, love or rage, passion or passion rage. or rage. Sorry, yes. and you move your little cube around kind of like how you move an intelligent cube and you collect dots little dots like in pac-man and you try to do that quicker than the other person and that's really it (laughs) and that's the whole game each different cube with a different emotion has different like skills that it does better and and there are special little you know special i don't even know what to call them power-ups i guess would be a good word for them um that you can come across but um 
If the demo keeps you entertained for more than 15 minutes, I would say spend your money, but play it for at least 15 minutes. And if you're not kind of ready to gouge your eyes out at that point, then, eh, you know. It was just a middle-of-the-road game It was for okay. Middle-of-the-road for $10 in Xbox Live Arcade doesn't cut it. No. Not even with the achievements. So, anyway, we've been playing a lot more than just Gion. Uh, we've got a so large down with the ship section. We do. I've been playing Mario and Luigi Partners in Time because I had not played it the first time, like, when it when it first came out. So, I've been trying to, like, go back and pick up some titles I missed on the DS. It's a good Mario game. Right. You talked about this a little bit last week. You started yeah, it last week. It's, it's really... I'm to the point where I'm sick of it because it's highly repetitive. It's a little too long with the same crap that you have to do over and over and over again. And I'm probably, I don't know, I don't know if I'm done with it because I I just feel this need to finish games like that. Like, I feel like I need to beat it. But in the same breath, I have to say that I don't want to go over there and pick up my DS because that's the game that's inside of it. And that gets kind of boring. Well, you you played it for over ten hours. Yeah, I have. And and I'm probably only maybe halfway through. Okay. Terp Kristen said she had a similar problem with it. Uh, she mentioned that last week I compared it to Minish Cap and Four Swords, kind of put together into a Mario universe. Yeah. And she said she had the same problems with Minish Cap, which you finished that one. Yes, I did finish Minish Cap. But I don't see you finishing I didn't Mario finish and Luigi. Four Swords. Right. But I don't I, remember why. Since you took Mario and Luigi from me, I was playing that, and you pretty much stole that away. <laughs> uh, I picked it up. Was my, it was my idea to get the game out. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I I started playing Death Junior, because that's been sitting on the shelf for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I picked up the PSP and dusted that off, mm-hmm. and I started playing through that. It's it's a decent game. Uh, I think it got like around sevens when it came out, and that's probably I think about right. Death Junior Science Fair of Doom got better reviews. It could have. Uh, it's a lot different than what I imagined it to be. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just a platformer where you just did attacks with your scythe or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, similar to like medieval, something right. like that. But there's a lot more shooting involved in this game. Like you mm-hmm. have your scythe attack, but then you also have your ranged attack where you lock, lock on. And you have like a shotgun or your pistols or you get various power-ups as you go through the game. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I, I guess I didn't realize but that, that was part I, of the game. I like it okay, but it, I think it's mainly the character design and the humor of the game that's it's keeping fun. me playing it. Um, Let's see what else. You've been playing more Bioshock. Yeah, I'm probably the last person in the world to finish it. There were like finish. eight copies of I still haven't Bioshock finished it. at EB the other day. Did you notice that? Yes. <laughs> and I thought, man, we could have saved ourselves some money if you would have just waited. But then you wouldn't have your broken um, Big Daddy. Yeah, what's up with that? I, I, I sent off for the box for a long coffin. time ago, and they haven't sent me my coffin for my broken Big Daddy. If everyone else has gotten their coffins, let us know because we still haven't. And I don't I'm starting know. to get a little worried about up that. On that. I should follow up on that. Otherwise, you're going to have a broken Big but, Daddy figure forever. Yeah, I'm getting close to finishing it now. Uh, I probably have another two hours or so into it. So I didn't quite get it finished before Halo came out. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I'm going to finish it up. At some point. Uh, Fusion Frenzy 2 we played mostly because we were looking for something to trade in. <laughs> to put toward Halo 3, the little helmet edition. And, um, yeah, the game really sucked. 
<laughs> That's a pretty fair assessment, I think. <laughs> it was awful. It was like it was annoying and boring. The character designs are very un- unaspiring. It's the futuristic <laughs> look. The same Fusion Frenzy One had the same kind of look, but Fusion Frenzy One was a little bit more enjoyable. Something about this one is just horrible. It was just bad. It was boring. And that would be the reason we got it for free from the old Spice Challenge. Yeah, I think I played it for, like, what, two games, and then I went and made breakfast instead. Yeah, I played through the game once, and then that was it. Yeah, not good. So that that one went to, to GameStop. Uh, you got Grow Lancer, Heritage of War for the PS2, and the nice little pretty edition that comes with the art book and all that stuff. Right, yeah, I picked that up. Uh, I haven't actually taken it out of the wrapper yet. No, it's because I haven't. I haven't. I've been playing so much other stuff. You're not gonna play it for a while, so we'll just leave it in the box until. Yeah, until I decide to play it. Which there haven't been that many reviews for it yet. Yeah. What? I think there's only been one review maybe for it. Because everybody's finishing up Bioshock and playing Halo. Yeah, it's just not a very big title, and the review for it wasn't all that stellar. But it mainly complained about the graphics, which. I can get past that. It's well, not a it's big a deal PlayStation to me. 2 title. Yeah, but even that, it looked it looked early PlayStation 2 from some of the mm. screenshots. Well, so that's sitting here. We also bought a Jean d'Arc for the PSP with the Toys R Us buy two get one free sale, and we bought my Sims for our niece whose birthday it was, and we so that was lots of fun. We bought the DS version. Yeah, she loved it. She as soon as she opened it up, she was playing it for about two hours straight. I think. Yeah. And Jean d'Arc I haven't opened up yet, but I really want to play it, but I'm going to finish off Death Jr. first and then get into Jean d'Arc. And then there's the sad, sad event of my week, which is that I opened Nancy Drew and the game blows. I mean, I played it for 15 <laughs> minutes and it's awful. It is absolutely not even a 16th of the quality of the H.E.R.C. PC games. It's an I interesting mean, fraction you chose there. But. It's it's awful. It's really... I mean, the graphics are eh, even for the DS. And it really takes all the challenge out of it because everything that you're supposed to look up, look at gets this little eye icon above it. So it's not even like you're trying to like look around and gather clues. It just tells you what to look at. And then... <laughs> hey, over here! <laughs> and then it tells you what to, where to go next. And then it, where to go next. And there's all these little annoying mini-games. Like, in order to break locks, you have to play these little mini-games. And they're so annoying. And that's the only way you use the touch screen. Is the mini-games and to go through your inventory. Not even to, like, search for stuff. Oh, it's bad. I mean, seriously, how long did I play it? I played it for like 15 minutes and then I said, look, I'm sorry we spent money on this game, but it sucks and I can't play it anymore. And it's been sitting over there ever since. I probably made like five trips to GameStop to get this game too. I'm sorry. Every day I, I didn't went in, know. no, that's supposed to come out tomorrow. I didn't know. It was supposed, it got decent reviews maybe. I don't know. Were these like I don't think it even got reviews. Yet, well, they were it? saying it was supposed to be pretty solid. I don't know. Maybe it was whatever was released by the people that, I don't know. Developed the game. I. Wh- it's bad. <laughs> I mean, it'll remain part of my collection out of principle, but oh, I'm so disappointed. Nancy Blue. I can't wait until I get my, a PC back so I can play the PC games because those are good games. This was not, and anyone that bought it, I'm sorry. I feel your pain. I I think we're probably the only people that bought that game. Well, that's good because. <laughs> No we one took else one for the team. <laughs> oh, so sad. 
Maybe I'll give it a shot. You should. <laughs> you should give it a shot because you made me play the or get, give you an opinion on Transformers. On Transformers? Yeah, you want me to watch the Transformers movie, remember? Because oh, you said you didn't like it. That's too late now. That's, blah, blah, blah. That, that's past. Well, but maybe you should for Nancy Drew. Okay. Well, a DS game that I did pick up during the Toys R Us sale that was good is Sonic Rush Adventure. Did you open it up today? I did. I opened it up today. I played through, I think I'm on through the third level. It's good? It's good. Uh, it's classic Sonic gameplay. You collect your rings. I know I said coins or I wrote coins last week. Oh because... my gosh, you can't make mistakes like those. <laughs> Lick, These people Lick are... called me on it, yeah. <gasps> no, I don't know how kidding. in the world I could get them confused with coins. <laughs> but or rupees or what? I was playing a game last week that you collected monies. Uh, what was that? Oh gosh. <laughs> It's been such a blur. We've been going through games so game that we've been playing. Oh, that that's uh, Wild Arms Four. Yeah, they have monies. monies. Okay. They Sonic Rush Adventure though. Yeah. <laughs> Getting back to that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's exactly like you remember Sonic, except he has more moves now, which is a good thing. Once you get used to him, like he has this an air dash move, and he's got like a double jump if you jump off things, and he can. When you bounce off of the springs now, you can rapidly hit the B button, and he does, like, little trick moves. Now, are people that really enjoyed the simplicity of the original Sonic games, like myself, going to think that it's too much? I mean, I like just being able to hit two buttons. That's part of what makes Sonic so good. I was actually thinking about that while I was playing it. I think you're going to get a little bit frustrated at it at first, because there's certain parts. Like, there was this jump. Where I kept on coming up short. I'm like, what in the world am I doing wrong? And then I re- remembered that I had, if you hit the R button, you, you do, do a that. forward dash oh. in midair. So it's not hard to pick up, though. And the touchscreen stuff is fun. Uh, you start off, you're collecting materials so that Tails can build you bigger boats so you can sail farther away from this island to get to other islands. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And so you start off and you're on a jet ski. And you use the touchscreen to steer your jet ski uh, and pick up the rings as you're going along. And then you, the next boat is a little bit bigger sailboat. But not so you every have, level, level is. No, like this is how you boat. get between the levels. Okay. You you sail from each set of levels is on an island. Okay. And you sail from island to island, um, and so when you get the sailboat, you have three attacks. You have like a, a machine gun type thing, and then you have a cannonball attack, and you have like a flamethrower attack. You just switch between them real quick to shoot the enemies down. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah, and the boss the boss battles are fun because they they're not your two D uh, boss battles like the old Sonic games. They're in three D, but Sonic is in a two D plane still. Okay. So the bosses are kind of moving around you. Okay. But the same principle is the same. You just jump on their heads. Okay. Like six times or whatever the magic. It's numbers. a little bit more than that. They have a health bar now. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Blew me away, too. Sophistication. Sophisticated Sonic with all health bars and everything. But I'm liking a lot so far. Well, good. I'll have to start playing it when you're playing Halo. Because we only I have one TV in the apartment. I think that's a problem, actually, though. Because I think this is another game that only has one save file. What am I going to do for the next two weeks with one TV in this apartment? You're going to play Halo with me. Co-op. Yeah, but not right away. Why not? I don't know. All right. All right, so... <laughs> Uh, Eternal Sonata, we've been playing a lot of that. We're about four or five hours into it, I would I think guess. we're about five hours into it now. Um, 
Yeah, it's an awesome game. It's beautifully done. The characters are fun. The menu systems are pretty easy. There's a couple little odd parts that get thrown in. Oh, you're talking about the the cut the, the cutscenes that you get occasionally. Screenshots of like you occasionally get in the storyline, <laughs> you get it's like PowerPoint of photos, real photos of one was um, Poland and one was France because they're telling you about certain points in Chopin's life. And it's like these just still all of a sudden we're like doing History things. Channel, and it's really like those parts to me bother me because it seems like random little like it seems like a budget title at that point. Well, I can see what they're doing with it. Like right. they're they're making it so you understand the symbolism in, in the, the dream sequences. Yeah, right. the dream, which is the game, but. So they're they're making you see how it but relates the, to his but real the life. Real pictures, but and they're the teaching me stuff. Of it, it just seems really like I don't know. It just breaks it up a little bit. But if you haven't bought this game and you're thinking of buying this game, you should still buy this game. It's yeah, amazing. I, I really like it. It's probably the best title that's come out in a while, RPG wise. Um, prob- well, I haven't played Persona Three, but I I would say it's, other than Persona Three, it's, it's right good. up there. So right. anyway, um. But yeah, be warned about these random things. Yeah, the cutscenes are the only things that can go a little bit long. Yeah. But other yeah, than that... Yeah, if you're getting tired. <laughs> yeah, don't play this at late at night because the music <laughs> like, oh, dear. and the cutscenes will put you to sleep. Yeah. I'm actually thinking of buying the CD or the soundtrack. That's what you were saying. It's, it's like a $40 four-disc soundtrack. It's because it's Japanese import, which is why it's 40 But um, the music's really good in the game. I mean, if you like classical music, it's really good. Um, but anyway, uh, we've also been playing the Halo Action Clicks game. And by playing, I mean getting them out and setting them up on the kitchen table and trying to read the directions and convince the cats not to eat their guns off. Yeah, uh, iPod the cat had a affinity towards my super rare brute profit guard figure. Well, he's got all kinds of things sticking out that could just be chewed right off. I know. But, you just need to give him an extra one, and then he won't want the ones you have. Yeah, we've kind of entered a new sector of nerd town, or at least I have. You have. I Don't say we, because I did not come home with those things. I'm trying to drag you into it. I, I don't know why. I don't even know why I sat here and pretended to listen as you tried to explain the directions to me for a half hour. I'm so bad at strategy games. I just And so then, and this is what I can't picture in our, I mean, I'm sure a lot of our listeners will want to try and picture you toting these figures to work with you at the engineering firm so that you could have your friends at the engineering firm explain it to you during your break time. So you're all sitting there at your little desk in your cubicle with this big, silly halo map and these little (laughs) figures. I mean, and it's, I just, it really just makes me laugh. Well, I, I, he explained it to me though. He did. My friend at work explained me how to play the game. And who, who explained it to you again? Uh, Seth. Okay. But he's not a video game guy at all, but he always plays these tabletop type games. So So thank goodness for Seth. Yeah, and, and... And apparently it's really simple. Right, which is one of the game. reasons I was interested in... Because it's kind of a gateway one. But figure out the directions, you realize. That makes it kind of sad. It does, but now I understand how to play. So we're going to set it up and play. Not tonight, but sometime this week. We will set it up. No, we won't. Stop. You're, you're, you're shaking your head Halo. the wrong way. You're going to be playing Halo all week, and then we will not be around this weekend. Oh yeah, we have a wedding this weekend in Toledo. Yes. 
Okay. So. Well, I might get them out and look at them. But I did, in support of your little figures, get you a tub to store them in. So you can't say I wasn't supportive. Yes. And I let you buy more because apparently we needed more. We need to more play. right now. We didn't have enough to play. Yeah. Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, we set up the game and it tells you uh, you have to have a certain number of players underneath a certain amount of points. Oh. And we didn't have that, so I had to go buy more. So anyway, um, let's get on to the real video games. The real games, not the tabletop Halo action clicks game let's move um, into our contest and speaking oh, of halo yes halo three courtesy of mockler shed fabulous prize that he donated and we asked people what games they wouldn't have picked up if it hadn't been for the podcast or what or games, games they, they would have yeah. that they would have regretted later so um a lot of those a lot of the answers were good tastes. There was Bioshock, Etrian yeah. Odyssey was brought up a lot. Touch Detective. Yeah, Touch Detective from you. A lot yeah. of people picked that up. John Dark, and uh, our winner actually picked Picross, mm-hmm. which a lot of people also mentioned. And so our winner for the Halo Three, courtesy of Mockler Shed, is Allogistic One. So congratulations! If you're on your way to buy your midnight copy of Halo Three. You will have one to return in its place and get your money back. Because <laughs> we all know you ain't waiting for it to come in the mail. <laughs> so, Allogistic <laughs> 1, please PM me and I will have your copy of Halo 3 in the mail. So, let's see. New releases. Um, we have. You decided to split them up again into platforms. I kind of liked it last week, I so I'm going too. with it again. I did too. So, um, yeah, congrats to whoever suggested that in the first place. Uh. So I've got the first. I think game. that was actually the guy I banned. What? <laughs> there was that guy that was always trolling the the CAG cast forums. Oh well. But thanks for the suggestion. Don't be banning people that listen to our show. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, I get the pleasure of talking about Bratz the movie, aka Bratz movie stars with a Z. And y'all know how much I love games that end in a Z. Um, we went to Toys R Us this weekend, and there was a whole end cap of hamsters and ponies and cats and dogs. And it just, it was a great setup. I'm sure a lot of eight-year-old girls were just running toward it. But anyway, <laughs> Bratz the movie came out like a couple, maybe a month or two ago. And it's it's a live-action movie with the four girls that are supposed to really be the Bratz. And they all look like little, little Abercrombie models and... You know, they're all uniting against the school bitch, and you can kind of figure it out from there. But the I'm not sure what the game has to do with the movie, but... Uh, it's called cashing in. Because the, in the game, you're, like, back to being the cartoon brats, and they're mm-hmm. you're playing them because they're getting to star in a movie. So it's not like it's based on the movie, it's just that the brats girls get to be in a movie. So, uh, okay. anyway... For all of those that, you know, are searching for a new Bratz game, this one's here. Woo-hoo. That That sounds like a wonderful game. Oh, um, wait. That there came might out be for deals. The... Oh, no. no. no PS2 it came out for the at PS2 $30 and the, and the Wii at $40. Yeah, and then I got to do another licensed game here, Jackass the Game. Sweet. For the PS2 and the PSP. I am not a Jackass fan. Mm-mm. Occasionally, one of the stunts they pull is kind of funny to me. But most but... of them, they're... It's just stupid. Oh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. 
that's just all there is to it. The game itself breaks down into basically 35 mini games. Okay. Because the stunts are pretty much right. mini games. Right. And some of them are pretty much what we've seen in Tony Hawk or Amp 3 in the past. So you're just flinging your guy into the air and trying to ram him into stuff okay. and trying to cause as many broken bones as possible. Okay. Other ones include uh, being a dude in a thong, breakdancing in an electronics store. Wow, and... that's a mini game that we haven't had yet. Yeah, that's, I think that's a, a first. I don't know if that's been on the Wii yet. And there's one where you're in a thong hitting Wii Man, who's the midget on the show. Uh, over the head with a baseball bat, like whack-a-mole, and there. I don't get it. <laughs> there's of course shopping cart racing, and All right. well, you know what? That plenty of guys in thongs is what it comes down to. Okay. The graphics are horrible. The gameplay looks pretty weak. The PSP version is the version to get if you're going to get <laughs> a version because it has more features. You can save your replays. You can play online, and there's downloadable content. And that is $27 shift at Family Video. The PlayStation 2 version is $25 shift at Family Video. So you're going to pay an extra $2 for that extra bonus material. Probably another guy in a thong. Yeah. Uh, World Series of Poker 2008, Battle for the Bracelets. Yeah, this is coming out for the DS, the PS2, the PS3, and the 360 this week. there's absolutely no information out about this game. No, but... So is it coming out? It, Maybe not. I think it is. It's an Activision budget title. So it's basically the same game as last year, I would guess, except you have new pros. It's 2008. How can you say that? Yeah, I can't even tell. I look up on this game. It doesn't even tell that it has multiplayer in like, the mm. game features. It might not. So it might not even have multiplayer. But yeah, it's all the people you see on TV playing on the shows. They're in the game. So... If you are really waiting for this game, then it doesn't matter what we say. And right, it's thirty dollars. You want to know the deals for the PS2 and the DS, and the uh, PS3 and the 360 version is fifty dollars. Okay. The only deal is Family Video has the PS3 version for forty-five dollars. I'd still go um, with the girl that got eaten by ET game what? that the one that came out on the PlayStation Network last week. Girl that got eaten by E.T. Yeah, E.T. was wearing her as a skin. He was, had her on as a suit. It was the oh, PlayStation yeah. Network. Uh, That's right. Game okay, that I know what you're $10. Yes, I was just trying to block that out of my memory. Um, excuse me. Moving on to the Wii? Wii, yeah. Dave Mara BMX Challenge for $30. Yeah, this is one of the lowest rated PSP games that has been released. And what I can tell... They pretty much slapped Wii controls on it, where you hold the Wiimote sideways, like you're holding your handlebars in your bike. Okay. And to jump, you shake it up in the air. Oh, dear. That has got to be horrible. <laughs> I mean, because that is just not... The game controls are good. They can't... They're not that sensitive. Well, they, they can be that sensitive. I can't imagine this game is that good. Oh, no. There are no deals <laughs> the... on this game either, so I don't know that... The they wow. Mirror Games... There was one of them that was decent back in the day when all these extreme sports games were coming yeah. out, but anymore... They're pretty much populating the Circuit City bins. They are. That's pretty much... The, yeah, the, the PSP version has been and then the stuff firmly that you in really, place in that The stuff band. that you really want, you have to dig through the Dave Mira to find it. <laughs> so, just wait until it comes to a Circuit City bin near you if you want to buy it. Yeah, um, future cool deal. Now, this next game sounds 
really cool. And that is Ninja Bread Man. I love the title. For the Wii. I do too, because it's, you're a ninja, and you're a gingerbread man. And that is just brilliant. Until, until you find out that this is the second week in a row that I have had to preview a Wii game that was, two years ago, released as a PS2 game (laughs) in Europe. So we've got a... So Ninja Bread Man has been out. In Europe since 2005 on the PS2, and they've ported it over to the Wii. It's kind of got a chicken shoot looking thing going on to it. You know what I mean? I mean, it really does. It looks like fun because you're a gingerbread man who's a ninja and you get to beat up like evil cupcakes. How can that be bad? <laughs> I don't know. I but Okay, so I'm not 100% that it's the exact same game ported, but it's it's the same description. And it's the same cover art. Only with the little Wii logos left where the PlayStation 2 logo would be. So I'm not getting my hopes up. It's $30. should not be able to make a bad game with that title. No, you shouldn't. That's that's really frustrating. It is. Because it could be so much fun. It calls out, buy me. But well, then it sucks. Well, I, I owe you one for Nancy Drew. So if you come home with it, I won't, I won't this, be all that upset. This might be worth like $5 just for the box art alone when it gets clearanced out. <laughs> Or just to have fun to play it for 15 minutes. I mean, it could very well be worth 15 minutes of gameplay. Mm, oh, well. But anyway, I mean, I just have to throw that out there. That, you know, another game that's quali- promised quality PlayStation 2 2005 graphics. Well, it's the same thing. There's a ton of these. I mean, the same thing with Dave Mira. They've got these games that can run on the Wii. So, so they, they go, just port them. there's a lot of people buying a Wii. We need to get our game on the Wii. Port them over. From 2005. Hope they sell. So, um, you get to talk about Dance Dance Revolution Hottest Party Bundle for $70. What does this bundle come with? It comes with a mat, a dance mat, a typical Dance Dance Revolution bundle. For the Wii. For the Wii. This is the first Dance Dance game on the Wii. Is it the first dance mat available for the Wii? I think it is. Well, you could play with the Mario dance mats. Oh, that's right. uh, If you could find them. Right. That's pretty hard to find. But it's got... Both Wiimote control, like so it has hand movements and okay. f- and feet with the mat. Okay. Um, so you have symbols that'll tell you to use either your right or your left hand. Oh, I would suck at this game. I have no rhythm. You don't. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I don't have much either. Yeah, but you're better at these games than I am. Okay. I've just had more practice. But it looks like a pretty good Dance Dance game. It's got 50 new songs. The graphics are bright. They They look entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, it's exa- everything you would want from a dance dance. Yeah, seventy dollars seems, I guess, a little bit high. I would have thought it would have been at sixty dollars, but I guess you figure fifty dollars for the game, twenty dollars for the mat. Yeah. Um, okay, and the next. Although the PS2 game is coming out at forty. Right, that's the moving into the PS2 section. I know you that have... was a good segue. I know. You ruined it. Okay. No, it's still a good segue. <laughs> we can go on about that segue all night. <laughs> But Dance I have to get to a Halo midnight launch event. I know we can't make this uh, <laughs> three hours. Hour three hours from now, I will be picking up my Halo Three. <sighs> but yeah, so Dance Dance Revolution Supernova Two. Okay. This is the second game that uses the iToy toy uh, for the PS2. Okay. Well, second Dance Dance Revolution game that uses the iToy. toy. Right. So you also have hand movements in this, which okay. are accomplished by the iToy. toy. Okay. Um, it's got. New songs, new mixes, 
Um, online play. It does have online play. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's Dance Dance Revolution. Another good Dance Dance game. Uh, $40 or bundled for 60 Yes. Um, so, also coming out for the PS2 is Soul Nomad, which is also called Soul Nomad and the World Eaters. And this is a strategy RPG game in which the storyline revolves around um, these three golems that are evil, obviously, and they are trying to finish off the world. And in order to save the world, you have to kind of take control of the soul of the their the golem's master. So you kind of sell your soul away and take over this guy's persona. Okay. And it's an NIS game, which is kind of a quirky, you know, yeah, there's there's kind fans of, of NIS ish, mm-hmm. um, and so it's supposed to be fun. These NIS also did Disgaea, and so the battle system is pretty similar, although it does have it, uh, some differences. Um, instead of just having like these hordes of troops that you set up, you buy mannequins from the store. They're called mannequins. They're not. It's not spelled like traditional mannequin. Oh, okay. Um, and each mannequin has, like, a different ability or power, and I then you set them up. I was hoping for some today's special action going on. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> um, it, the, the game description of the battle system is confusing. Like, if you read anything about it, it's confusing to me. It, but it looked confusing to I me, I think too. what's confusing to me is that it's got so many quirky little weird things going on. And it's supposed to have 40 hours of gameplay. The ending changes based on decisions you make during the game, which is cool. So it's got replay value. And it's supposed to be a great RPG. Okay. Strategy the, RPG. I remember, I think I was listening to... Maybe it was one of the one-up podcasts, and yeah. their biggest complaint about it was that there was no tutorials. Yeah, see, I couldn't pick this game up because I have no idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, that's my problem here, too. So I mean, if you're a fan, if you if you played Disgaea and you are pretty familiar with that battle system, the changes should be simple enough that you can pick this game up. you know what the graphics look like in this? Are they the anime style, or...? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're kind of anime, children of mana-ish looking, okay. almost. Um. So it it looks. I mean, if you're looking for a good strategy RPG, then this title's you know should be good. It looks fun. Yeah, this is one that I unique. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if we'll. I don't know that I would play it. It's it's yeah. a game that is kind of up my alley, but it looks way too difficult for me. Yeah, I don't know that we'll be jumping into this one. <laughs> but but the, that's okay. Yeah, the next that's game... forty dollars. No deals, by the way. Okay, the next game for the PS2 is CSI. Three Dimensions of Murder. Uh, we really have to talk about this? <laughs> Actually, this got it got very high reviews. This is a PC game uh, that came out last year. And the PC version got very high reviews, like eights, middle, okay. middle eights. All right. Um, these are adventure games okay. where you're just going around, pointing and clicking at stuff. stuff. It's kind of like what Nancy Drew should have been. I it, wonder if they have big question marks above, or big targets above the things. There so. are like... It kind of glimmers, yeah. I guess. Or you can you can also turn those off if you want to make the game harder. Oh, see that would be nice because. But anyways, this is <laughs> a point and click adventure game, similar to style of that. From what I'm reading, I it reminds me a lot of how Carmen San Diego is set up. Yeah. Where you find your clues, you ask people questions, and you go to the next that you city. Can, yeah. Well, I don't know if you go to the next city. It's yeah. it's based on the Las Vegas CSI 
I don't watch the show, but no. I'm assuming that it's in Las we Vegas. We watch Criminal Minds. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but so then you get all your clues and you're, you ask your people your questions and then you get your warrant mm-hmm. and then you go and get the person. Oh, yeah. You have to get a warrant and come in San Diego yeah. before you could make the arrest. Right. So <gasps> it's set up very similar. <laughs> okay. The... Even though the PC version scored high in the past, the console versions, when they port these over, don't do so hot. Mainly just because the interface isn't right on a console yeah, right. for the point and click too much. Um, but it's it's a budget title. It's coming out at $30, but Amazon has it on sale for $20. So that's There's not too There's not a really cool acapella group associated with CSI like there was with Kermit San Diego. They did those Folgers. Yes, and they did the Folgers commercials too. <laughs> I just a little bit of good nostalgia coming up. Um, but then so, there's another CSI game coming out this, this week. This is a good segue into the 360 games. Cause... Right. This is CSI Hard Evidence, okay. which is coming out at the same time for the PC. Okay. So this is the current okay. CSI game, and it's forty dollars. It's the mm-hmm. same thing like the one that's coming out. It's on the, the same basic gameplay as the other one. Uh, the graphics will be cleaned up a little bit, but it's the same CSI Las Vegas. So, there's Can you no. Seriously, put Halo Three on our outline. Why wouldn't <laughs> I put Halo Three on our outline? It's it's huge. I know it's huge. It's so huge that people don't need us to mention it. Well, we're gonna mention it. We'll mention it, but yeah. we don't need to talk about it for 18 billion hours because no, everyone don't. would rather be playing it. Yeah, and a million people are already. Wombat already has it. I know, and he's talking about it right now because we're, we're podcasting at the same I know, time, which is really bad. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, what are you going to do? But I'm going to go, like I said, I'm going to pick it up at a midnight launch at GameStop. I have the legendary one reserved. Which is $130, comes with the little helmet edition. So if, you know, several people had asked if we plan to try and make the cat wear the helmet, I'll have to see how it's going to fit his head because he's a Siamese. Or if it's even possible. But we also got Mini Kitty, who's a little smaller cat, so it might work for her. And she's the one that you can actually dress up and do things with. Right. But she doesn't other really than that, I really don't want to say anything else about Halo 3 because I personally, I this is the one game that I avoid media on. I don't, I don't read you don't previews. You don't preconceived notions. I don't read. You, just, you want it to yeah. be a complete surprise. I don't read reviews. If I hear somebody at work talking about it, I walk the other direction. I for some reason, I just did not want any spoilers on this game. Yeah, which is fine. So don't email me spoilers. <laughs> don't PM me spoilers. Mean. I have a ban hammer. I'm not afraid to use it. <laughs> you have a what? Ban hammer. That's what I ban people with. Oh, your ban hammer? Yes. You can't ban people because they spoil Halo 3. Oh, I have that power. <laughs> Shut up. Do not. But there's all kinds of deals all over the place for it. Um... Family Video has it for the, the regular edition and the limited edition for about $10 cheaper than the retail price. Well, next comes to Marvel Ultimate Alliance Enhanced for $30. Didn't Marvel Ultimate Alliance come out like this is the oh, third, a long time ago? The third iteration of it for the uh, 360. Hmm. This this Gold Edition came out not too long ago, which had the added content. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what the enhanced version is. It's the Platinum Hits version of it. I believe it has the extra characters that came in the download content, and I believe it has some making of uh, videos that came on the PS2 enhanced version. Man, it's they're triple dipping, huh? Right. But for $30, it's a great game. Well, this is also a great game coming out for the PS3, and that is Skate. 
Oh, wait. I skipped the PSP game that I got to talk about. Yes, the one PSP game. Oh, sorry. Hot Pixel. Um, this game is weird. It's... This is the WarioWare ripoff, right, on the PSP? It is a WarioWare ripoff, so that means that you can automatically tell it's a minigame compilation. With, like, an urban, hip-hop, quirky, pop culture theme. So it makes a lot of references to other video games and movies, and it's got some, like, weird humor. You play as a skateboarder that's, like, this little pixel guy, and... Sounds like they're trying too hard. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It's more of the same. Okay. Um, And its average score on Metacritic is 57 out of 100. Okay. That seems like about what I would I guess there's more people that like it than not if you're going by percentages. But anyway. (laughs) um, (laughs) I don't think that's what that means. (laughs) Well, if you kind of extrapolate and say that if it got a score of 57 out of 100, out of 100 people, 57 would like it. That you're you're skewing the numbers all over the place. Why? <laughs> because the rev- it's a average of reviews, not a number of people that gave it a one point, and then you <laughs> add those up to fifty-seven. <laughs> well, I don't know. Just work with me, okay? I'm good. I don't think there are fifty-seven people out there that are going to buy this game. <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> All right, so let's can we talk about Skate now because that was actually yes, a game the... that we played the demo and it's it's giving Tony Hawk a run for its money. You talked about it already. I did talk about it already for the 360. It came out, yeah, right. uh, yeah, I haven't picked it up yet. Um, I plan on picking it up at some point. Well, you're not going to buy it anytime soon. The rule in no. our house has been that if you're going to buy Halo 3 and play it for the next 80 weeks, then you can just buy all those other games later. Yeah, I'm going to pick up Skate a little bit later on. I want to see how Tony Hawk turns out. I know I like the skate demo better than the Tony Hawk demo. Yeah, which is weird for you because you're a big I'm Tony a big Hawk Tony fan. I'm a big Tony Hawk boy. fan. Yeah. Um. So now we get to talk about DS games. There is a slew of DS stuff. There always are, and I always get to talk about them because they are always the games that end in Z or have things like animals and other various random titles. So this next one is Animal Genius, which is an edutainment title. It doesn't pretend to be anything else. It's an edutainment title. It's about animal facts, animal behavior, animal Zoo books on your DS? It is. It's zoo books on the DS. There are five, like, mini games, and your kids play it. It's a leapfrog title. All right. So anyway, that's Animal Genius. If you have a little kid, uh, then that might be something they're looking for. Uh, Arctic Tale. Is the March of the Penguins with polar bears? Right. It's a this movie. is where they eat all the March the penguins that marched, right? <laughs> no, it's you're a baby polar bear trying to get to somewhere. I don't know where. Well, because you know there's global warming and all the ice caps are melting, and you're trying to get somewhere uh, without dying. Okay. Because yeah, and you can also be a baby walrus and get eaten by the uh, killer whales. But anyway, um. It's a free-roaming environment kind of game, but then there are mini-games involved, too, and it's $20. Baby Walrus might be the least compelling character I've ever thought about (laughs) trying to play as. Baby Walrus? Baby Walrus, Even more so than Baby Polar Bear? Yes. (laughs) I can imagine being a Baby Polar Bear. They're walking around. They've got teeth. Yes. Walruses, they don't even have tusks when they're little. No. Right? So you're just kind of a big... Blob. Sluggy mammal. Yep. <laughs> Baby walrus. Well, yeah. I, but that's what it is. So, um, again, also geared toward people with children. 
Um, Coco, what is this? Kokodo Kart Racing. You know, at first, when I saw it in this in the teeny little print on yeah. your outline, because you made it in, like, I don't know, size 7 font this week, um, it looked like Chocobo, and I thought, Chocobo Kart Racing, that's an interesting title. Well, there's been Chocobo Racing games before, so that would make sense why you would think that. And no, thought, oh, actually, and then I said, wait, no, that's... Kokodo. And that's when I said, oh, I'll make you do that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, thank you. No it, problem. It led me... Uh, to search who in the world Kokodo was. Apparently, he's this little devil imp little guy. Okay. He has starred in a game called Kokodo Platform Jumper. Well, that's just... <laughs> there's no surprises there. It's really upfront. Yes. It is what you get. <laughs> you get what you buy. Apparently, platform Jumper. Apparently, that game didn't see uh, the shores of the United States. So... <laughs> Now maybe we get, we get cart racing. Maybe though. Platform Jumper was just like the trans, the poorly translated title. Maybe it had like some really cool title in Japanese. No, this was a European release. Oh, no. I don't know what to say then. Well, look soon for it to be poured into the Wii. You're not far off. There's another. There's another Kokodo game apparently coming in the future called Kokodo Fanfare, something along those lines. Uh-huh. That's a uh, European game from 2005. Yes. On the PlayStation 2? Yes. So that means I get to preview it because that'll be like, what, three weeks in a row? Well, it's not coming for a little while, I don't uh, think. But there goes my look, look forward to that. But yeah, this is a kart racing game. There's nothing new here. Okay. Um, let's see. Next one is also mine. Crayola Treasure Adventures. How did I not grab that one? I didn't even see it on the list. Oh, okay. Well, I this totally taken that one. Those <laughs> ones are the best preview. You this... get to color with your DS. Oh, it's, yeah, DS. You get to color? Would you like the preview? <laughs> I don't know. I'm asking. I'm getting really excited about all these crazy games we got. Yes, it's a coloring book game where there's actually a game to it where you do little activities like yeah. color and do uh, connect the dots and just typical activity book yeah. uh, experiences. And there's also just a coloring mode. So here's my question. Um, there's always kids coming into the vet office with their video games and the majority of them that are truly like young kids that would be playing Crayola or Animal Genius have Game Boy Advances because right they're cheap enough that you know when it gets dropped on the floor it's not like oh so how cheap are the DS is gonna have to get before these games start actually getting purchased for I mean because I wouldn't give a five-year-old a DS they're getting there I mean the DS is getting pretty cheap so I I think it's getting once it reaches under a hundred dollars then you can give it to the Plus, you can get the DS Fats for pretty cheap, too. That's true. Okay. But that this one is... Crayola Treasure Adventures is coming out for $30, but Amazon has it for $20. Wow, that's, that's pretty good. Get your yeah. color on. I have Kuru Poto Cool Cool Stars. Um, and just to write this down a little, Kuru Poto is the island. The island of Kuru Poto. But it's also the word that describes the people that live there. So you, as the gamer, are Kuru Poto. Um, which is another name for star worshiper, and the stars have fallen. And when the stars fall, they break open, and things called, guess what, you'll like this, halos oh. get released into the environment, into all these millions of mini games. So you have to play these, oh, not mini games, sorry, puzzle oh. games. You have okay. to play these puzzle games to release the halos and put the stars back together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Um, what do you got next? Math play. 
Okay, so this is like um, Donkey Kong math, but without Donkey Kong. It's multiplayer, so you and I could play together if we really wanted to. And um, it's like numerical puzzle games, you know, three blank. Differential seven equations. Equals, exactly. Integrals. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your standard Calc 3 level. Okay. Math problems. <laughs> gotcha. Um, there's a little cute little kitty character. Can I write some proofs? Oh, I haven't wrote, written proofs in a long time. I was good at that. <laughs> I, I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever used. They always said I would use math, and and I, I use multiplication. That's about it. I use math. Yeah, you do. Um, I do dosages and stuff. That's about it. Uh, let's see what else. Race driver, create and race, which is supposed to be the first um, realistic race car game for the DS. This is the the same as the Toka race right. series. Right. Um, it's supposed to be realistic um, because you can create your own tracks and stuff. And oh, really? Yeah. Well. Seriously? The title is Race Driver Create and Well, race. I didn't know whether it was creating your cars or... No, you create tracks. There's okay. a track builder. Kind of similar to Excite Bike. Um, gameplay? Not getting good reviews. It's... Hmm. They said that although it is the most realistic racer available on the DS, the DS itself does not... It's not strong enough of yeah. a system... To handle a realistic racer, and while the customization is really cool, uh, it's getting pretty mediocre reviews. I can see that. Codemasters usually does a good job in those racing games, but it's hard. It's not quite what you want to play I mean, in the Mario DS. Kart. It's not like you're concerned about realistic speed, and you know what I mean. Like, so yeah. those like the racing games that do really well in the DS aren't the realistic games, but. I don't know. If it's something that you've been really looking forward to, I would say wait a week and see what the scores and stuff turn out to be, but yeah. Well, that's the last of the retail games. Kirby's Avalanche is coming to the uh, virtual console. We'll move on to on the DL with the ships. Sounds good. I was excited about the Kirby game. Then I remembered that it's kind of the same as um, Dr. Robotnik. Oh, so it's Poyo Poyo. And it's, yeah, Poyo Poyo. Exactly. You know, two little blobs that are hooked together fall down, and you have to, if you link four of them together, they disappear, pretty much. I like this game. Yeah, it's good, but I'm still holding out for Dr. Mario. I think you and a lot of people are. I don't quite understand why they haven't put that one out yet. I don't know. I don't know. I thought for sure E3 this year they would. Would show it? Yeah, I don't don't know. They came out with... uh, with it on the Game Boy Advance not too long ago, but Dr. it'll show Mario up eventually. Is just one of those puzzle games. Hopefully, they put the N sixty four version on there. It's quality because you have the four players. Oh, see, I never played the N sixty four version. Hmm. I didn't have an N sixty four until you and I started dating, and then it really wasn't mine. Right, but the next virtual console release is Legend of Hero Tanma. Is that the one with the uh, little fireballs? Yeah, that's the guy that, it's a platformer where the guy is constant, well, he doesn't constantly shoot, but basically you're shooting fireballs at all kinds of undead enemies. Right. Um, it looks okay. For it's, its time, it was probably really good. 16. Yeah, it was a TurboGrafx-16 game, so it's $6, and I don't know. It, this, it looks like it, a... This is for hardcore fans of that game. Like, if you remember playing that game and you really liked it. 
but I, I it's kind of a toned down Gunstar Heroes type yeah. of thing. But and then the last Virtual Console release is Streets of Rage three. Okay. Which is of course a side scrolling brawler. This one has a little bit more realistic graphics than uh the what they were trying to convey in Streets of Rage one and two. Okay. So that one is eight dollars. And it's the Genesis. I don't remember if that one's on the Genesis collection or not. But and we're not sure what's coming out for the 360, right? No, I don't think. I think they're nobody wants to release anything in the week of Halo, <laughs> is what it comes down to. <laughs> That's so true. they're not. They're at least not going to announce it before Halo comes out. Yeah, there might be something come Wednesday, but who knows? So to wrap the show up, um, dig us. We have over 480 digs, which is awesome. Thank you, guys. Um, iTunes reviews are up to 25, which is great, so keep those coming. Yeah, we need some more iTunes reviews to get us a little bit higher in the ratings over there. Um, yeah, we're not so good on the ratings there. CheapAssGamer.com, as always, check us out in the written form and check out the CAGcast because there's going to be a lot of great information on Halo, Wombat's Impressions, because he's already been playing it, Tokyo Game Show. Yeah, Chibi, all the info Chibi's on interview. TGS. <laughs> There's lots of fun stuff stuff on the uh, CADcast tonight, so check that out. And as always, email us at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com. No contest coming up because everyone will be playing Halo. Right. But. So we will see you next week. Yeah, I gotta go get in line. You got a little bit of time. Well, I gotta edit the show and get in line. Okay, fair enough. We'll see you guys next week. See you guys on live. Bora, bora,